Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. I have time because I make time. Aaliyah, what were you going to say? It was in the last episode, if you didn't catch that. I uh, know, two episodes ago. It was about how, you know, it's not that you don't have time. That's an excuse. It's what you're prioritizing first. My baby, I love you. I had to listen to it for work. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected. We exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings. I am going to teach you how to identify who you are 
outside of all of the roles you play. Hi, I'm Veronica Cisneros. I'm a wife, mother of three, and a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. All right, ladies, I'm super excited for today's episode because I'm on here with my three gremlins, my monkey feet, my lizard legs, and my porcupine, also known as Brooklyn, Aaliyah, and Aubrey. Say hi, you guys. Hi. Okay, so this is the first episode, and they're super excited, and they're also very, very nervous. Before we started, Brooklyn was saying how how she kept on laughing for no reason, and then Leah was like, I don't know what to do, and then Aubrey's over here fidgeting with her hands, and it's all kinds of goose, (laughs) it's all kinds of butterflies, and just, they're doing something new. On today's episode, we are covering mistake number two, which is, I don't know my own value. My worth is based off of my family and my marriage. Ladies, I can't tell you how many women have stated these exact words to me, and they've done it in tears. It also follows along with, I don't know who I am anymore. How did I manage to lose myself? Well... This all is encompassed with a lack of confidence, insecurities taken over. And yeah, you know, if I'm being honest, I've struggled with this myself as well. And when you say it out loud, it kind of stings a bit. Yet we do everything necessary to go out and put our families first. Why do we do this? Why? I brought my girls on here because I wanted you to understand that When you put others before you, it not only impacts your self-esteem and your sense of self-worth, but it also impacts your kids. With me having three girls, it was crucial I figured out who I was. And don't get me wrong, I'm a work in progress and I will be a work in progress for the rest of my life. However, it is so important to me that my kids are able to go ahead and be in healthy relationships know who the hell they are, and not allow their insecurities to get in the way of them doing what they want in life. And I know, mamas, you feel that same exact way. So I brought my girls on, and I'm going to ask them a question. Okay, so before we started, I I told you guys, we're not going to do this scripted. I want this completely real, raw, and honest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. When I ask you, what does confidence mean? What I want you to do is I want you to think of a time where maybe you were feeling insecure about yourself. Maybe you were feeling unsure. And I want to hear from you before I give you my definition of confidence. I want to hear from you. So whoever wants to go ahead and take it. (laughs) Monkey feet feet totally called out, Aaliyah. It's not okay. All right. Um, Well, I mean, I guess like, for me, confidence is, oh my god, my voice cracking. <laughs> confidence is really, like, believing in your own self and, like, what you can do and your abilities. And just believing that you can actually complete the tasks um, at hand. So, like, I guess a time where I wasn't as confident as I could have been or, you know, just not confident really at all was my interview to my dream school, which was FITM. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was kind of scared. I just felt worthless. And I was just in the beginning before my interview, before I walked in, I was kind of like, just had the jitters. And I just didn't really believe that I could even get in because it's such a good school and such amazing people came from there. And one of my favorite designers came from there. And I was just like, I'm not as good as these people. I can't do it. I can't be where these people are at. And I guess my mom just kind of um, sat with me and just had a conversation with me and brought up a couple of people that were in my life in the past and just told me, you know, these people believe that you can do it. Why can't you? It just kind of like brought me to think like, oh, wow, these people really did believe in me. I have done things to, you know, prove that I can do this and just prove that I can, I am ready to be here and I, I can be here. And so I guess just a bunch of things happened in that conversation and that really showed me confidence, I guess, or gave me some confidence mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. So can I ask you something? What have I modeled for you? So how have I behaved to teach you how to be confident? Like, what have you seen with maybe the way I work, maybe the way I connect with other people, even the way I connect with dad? How do you know I'm confident? Or do you even think I'm confident? Well, I mean, you dancing on the table is pretty bold. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm must be 16. I was not drunk. I have to make sure I'm clear. That w- no. no. It was, this is just, you I wanted are. to get the party started. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know it what? It boring. Go. And you're like, let's mess it up a bit. <laughs> um, I don't know. You just like, I guess the party in the box attitude kind of like shows how confident you are. Like, you just aren't afraid to be out there like put yourself out there you're not really afraid of anything or anyone or anyone's like judgment you just kind of leap and do your own thing without the fear of anyone judging you or talking bad about you so this goes for anybody because i want you guys to answer this question i want monkey feet or and porcupine to go ahead and answer too what would it look like if how how would it impact you if i did not have confidence Let's say maybe I avoided arguments. Let's say maybe you didn't see me, you know, go out for maybe the things that I wanted to do in life. How would that have impacted you guys? Um, <clears throat> I think for me, it was more of like, it it wouldn't have put us to like the adventures we wanted us or like we, we took this year or like stuff we did this year. Um... I don't know. It's just like stuff like that. Okay. Can you give us an example? Um, yeah. Like some of the stuff like, um, like even like hiking places, like the Mount or Sergeant's First Hill, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. First Sergeant's um, Hill? Yes. First Sergeant's Hill. And like the, like the little trips we do, but like, they're like, they're like, most of my friends wouldn't do it. Or most of my friends' families wouldn't do it because they're not. Like, they don't have, like, parents that are like that, that are, like, that party in the box, like, kind of, like, attitude or, like, personality and stuff like that. So, I don't know. That's just how it is me. Okay. Okay. What about you, Brooklyn? We've hiked up for Sergeant's Hill a lot. In addition to that, you just started wakeboarding. And just recently for Christmas, we went skiing. What do I tell you? Like, what is that... What do I whisper to you whenever you feel like you're scared to do something? You always like um tell me what com- do you need? Like you um you always tell me confidence and believe in yourself. And like sometimes I don't think that's true, but like 
ne the next thing I know, I I keep on saying to myself that that actually works. Like I've done it. I've probably done like most better things than this, so I can definitely do it. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm I think another thing, um I'm not sure which one. So ladies, <clears throat> one of the girls wrote a wrote an essay about me. Who was that? Was it Aaliyah? Oh, it was Aaliyah. Talking about it. <laughs> She's like, that's private. <laughs> so I'm, as you guys know, I'm really big on motivation. So if I'm motivating you, guess what? I'm totally motivating my kids. And I wasn't always this way. I was very much insecure and still am insecure about certain things. However, I noticed if I don't gather up the courage and trust myself to step outside of my comfort zone and do the damn thing, then I'm modeling for my kids that self-sabotage is okay. That if I'm not going to go ahead and jump outside of my comfort zone, they don't need to either. In addition to that, I also tell them when things get hard, it's okay to give up. And there is no way in hell I'm teaching my babies that. No way at all. So going to grad school, Willie was away. He was away in Afghanistan. And I literally would stay up till 11. I would put the girls to bed, stay up from 11 all the way up until 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry. I would stay up until 11 and then go to bed. And then after, I would wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and then start work all over again. I would write my papers. I would study. I would do all of those things. And there were times that the girls would see me and they would ask me to go to sleep. And I let them know, listen, I have to make this sacrifice right now so that later on I can go ahead and achieve my goal. So my daughters are no stranger to hard work and seeing hard work being models for them. I tell you all this because ladies, the reason why you put other people first, do you want to know the truth? It's because you're scared. If I don't have my kids, if I don't have my husband to tend to, then that means I actually have to face my fears. And yes, I'm totally calling you out right now. I have to actually go ahead and pursue whatever goals. And I don't have anything to excuse me from it. Anything at all. In addition to that, ladies, when you, when you choose to neglect your value, it's a sign of your lack of confidence and self-worth. And you are so much better than that. You are worth so much more. The only thing you're lacking is believing in yourself. So mamas, can you guys give me an example when maybe, maybe you were putting somebody else's needs ahead of your own? And what was it inside of you? Aaliyah's giving me the crazy eyes right now. What this was so it? So many times I'm like, pick which one. Right. And so what, at what which point, time, which person? right. And at what point was it like, wait a minute, this is not healthy. So can you name a time? And then so can I have to name the person. No, no, no. Are you kidding me? No. So just name a time when you were like, you know what? I'm putting somebody else ahead of me. And what did you learn from that? Um, so there's, there's been a, more <laughs> than a few times where I've put other people's needs before my own and I kind of just like let others 
kind of like ahead of myself and like other teens before mine and emotion wise as well that's oh, that's a different story um but i guess one time where i have done this is um this anonymous person i guess wasn't really treating me the best way and uh i kind of like let it slide because i was like well you know this person really needs me right now and although it's a toxic friend and although like they put me down sometimes and although like you know they do things that I wouldn't do or do things that I wouldn't necessarily find okay um I still keep them in my life because I know that you know at the moment they've told me several times that I'm all they have and that I'm the only one getting them through certain things so um you know, I put their needs in front of my own just so that, you know, they have someone to lean on. And I'm starting to now realize that it's becoming too much because I know that I'm not the only person in this world that can be there for them. I know that there's others that care about them and that will be there for them. And I know that they need to seek help because I'm not the help. I'm not professional. I can't, I'm not, you know, trained to do this kind of stuff. And it's just, it puts too much on one's shoulders when they take on these tasks because I've done it before and it just, it brought me down a really dark hole that I wasn't really equipped to take over. I was really proud of you too during that time because you were able to come up to me. You were able to come up to me and dad and you were able to talk about these times and what you were struggling with and how you didn't want to feel like you were letting your friend down or that you weren't a good friend. And you and I had several conversations about, okay, well, why is it important you put your needs first? Why is it important you put yourself first? And what ended up coming of it when you did? Um, I ended up I ended up telling the person that they needed to seek help other than me. And the person ended up getting pretty mad at me. And mm -hmm. um, they just didn't want me in their life anymore. And I mean, I guess that was a good thing because I... Kind of, I needed. I noticed that I needed to distance myself from them, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, they were pretty. They were pretty upset, um, which hurt a lot because you know this person was a very important person to me and uh, was one of my best friends. Yeah, at the time. So just taking that person out of my life really hurt. But I know that it was for the best for both me and this person, and uh, we both definitely needed it. And now they're getting the help that they need. Bingo. So. Let me ask you a question. Why is it important you put yourself first? Why is it important these women put themselves first? It's important to put yourself first because if you don't put yourself first, you know, you're not taking care of your mental health, physical health. You're kind of just like letting it off to the side because, you know, you think, whatever, what if I skip another day of mental health? What if I skip another day of, you know, like fitness or like anything that you really do in your daily life to take care of yourself? You're kind of just putting it off to the side so that you can help this main person and it really, it messes with you and you just kind of like, it, it starts off as this tiny pebble that my mom, uh, this is like a symbolic thing that my mom had told me a while ago is it starts off with as a tiny pebble in your backpack when you're on a hike and then you get a bigger rock and a bigger rock and a bigger rock and you're filling up your backpack to the point where you finally collapse yeah. and you don't really, you don't really have anywhere else to go because you're collapsed, you fell and you know, it's, that's the end of that because you put everyone else before yourself and yeah. you just can't take it anymore.
You put all of those rocks, all of those rocks in your backpack are everybody else's responsibilities, everybody else's issues. And now here you are, you know, putting all this responsibility on yourself. And I asked you several times, is that something you can carry? Mm-hmm. And Aubrey, you and I have had that same conversation, right? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Like, when was it for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking Porcupine, Aubrey, you know, what was it like for you when you were carrying everybody's weight? And what did you have to do different? Something I had to do different. It was like, um, it was just like, it was kind of hard because like at that time it was like, that person was also my best, like was my best friend. And they really like, they made me believe that, um, also as Aaliyah said, like that I was all they like, um, I was the only person that actually understood them or I was the only person that like was there for them or that actually like cared about them. So it was just like, um, it was really hard. And like, as they were going through it, um, I was just trying to be there for them and try and like, try and be their little therapist kind of. But like, I ended up finally talking to my mom about it and finally ended up telling her like, um, this is what's going on. Like, please don't say anything because my mom was also kind of like, not really close with her mom, but like kind of close with her mom. Um, and I was just like telling her, like, please don't say anything like, or else she'll end up doing this or she, she's going to do something to herself. And it like really impacted her. And now it's just like, now me looking back at it, it's like, I really was thankful that I ended up actually saying something. Cause if not, then she could have either did something to herself or she could have either, she wouldn't have been here. So it's just like, it's more of like a speaking up thing. Um, you're good. Oh, my baby. Oh, my baby. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. This is beautiful. So guess what? These women need to hear this. You know why? You know why? Because I bet you anything, their kids are going through stuff like this too. Right? How many friends, how many friends have come to you while we've been in quarantine saying that they're not doing well? Um, it's been a lot and it's been really hard because another thing with, um, kind of the backpack thing is that my mom also taught me, it's like, it's like you're swimming, you're having fun, you're swimming and, um, and you start to go a little bit deep because you have your own problems Mm -hmm. and you have your own stuff you need to go through or your own, whatever's going on mentally or physically and, then like your friend comes by and ends up saying I don't have enough room um like I can't or not really I don't have enough room it's more of like I can't carry all this stuff like either you have like a water case phone or something like that and like stuff like that so it's just like like they're passing it on to you but meanwhile you're going deeper into the water and you start you're starting to like drown and you're like it's okay it's okay like, I'll take it for you. I'll help you. And then it's like, you have another friend and they're like, oh, wait, but I need your help with this. And it's like, it's okay. I, I still have enough room. And then constantly you're getting that and constantly you're being able to help people and telling them, hey, it's okay. Like, I have another arm. Or you end up moving it and then you end up, or, and then you end up holding it. And then it's like, I still have a hand. And then it's just like, once you end up closing that, like, 
you're drowning. You're you're really drowning because you're also holding all that stuff. And you don't know how to reach the top. But all of them are able to have fun. All of them are still, they're able to hold their own stuff. They're all giving it to you so you can end up holding it. And they think that they're your security. So they're thinking that, oh, well, well, she's doing this. Or kind of like if you mow someone's lawn and they figure out, oh, well, I don't have to mow it anymore. Like, they're mowing it. So then you keep on mowing their lawn. And it's like, you don't want to do that. Like, you want them to mow their own lawn because you still have yours and yours is growing into a forest. (laughs) (laughs) So So, it's stuff like that that's just, like, it's hard. Well, I love that you said that, though, too. Um, I, I use that swimming, you know, you're swimming in deep waters analogy often because when we're swimming, when we already have our load and mamas, we all have a big, big load to carry because there's so many things that are on our plate. We then take on our kids, our husband, our friends, our sisters, our mothers, you know, our families, we take on all of their, all of their weight. And what ends up happening is what ends up happening is there's so much weight we end up drowning. And that's what Aubrey is referring to is us drowning. And you are no good to anybody if you are drowning. When you allow other people's needs to go ahead and trump yours, what you're telling them is, I no longer matter. I no longer matter. You matter more than me. And if that's the case, I want you to think about what you're modeling for your daughters or your son. Think about the types of relationships they're going to have, because I'm going to tell you right now, look at the relationship your mom and dad had with each other. Look at the relationships they've had with friends. Did they assert themselves? Did they express to people what they wanted or what they needed? Or were they passive? Did they constantly allow people to walk all over them? Did they take an aggressive approach where they compromised other people? I want you to think about that right now because this is cyclical, meaning it happens over and over and over. And it's something that gets passed down from generations to generations. So you guys watching me and my friendships, you guys watching me in business, because my girls know about my business and they know all about me being an entrepreneur. What have you witnessed with regards to me putting myself first and how has that helped you? I guess like it's helped me like know that like, you know, I can do it if I really put in the hard work and the effort. You just actually, you know, have the topic of the podcast is like confidence. I actually have the confidence to myself that, you know, you've showed me that if I do everything in my power to do it, what I want and what I like have always aspired to do dreamed of myself doing I can actually get to where I want to be in the future and will you allow anybody to get in your way of that anybody's needs to get in the way of that no why not because I'm my own person and I need to you know prove to myself that I can do it mm-hmm. I don't need to prove to anybody else mm-hmm. that I can do um anything I could just need to uh if I show myself I could do it you know that's all that matters I don't really need to um I don't need to show anybody else but myself. Bingo. I don't owe anybody anything, right? Mm -hmm. How is that impacting your relationships? So, Leah, she has a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And it's her first real boyfriend. How 
How are you showing up for yourself in your relationship and putting your needs first, benefiting your relationship? For me, um, it really, I guess having my own life uh, kind of benefits the relationship a bit because, you know, I mean, I have my own friends. I hang out with them. I don't really need to ask for his approval, you know. I think it's a pretty healthy relationship because I know a bunch of my other friends have been in relationships where they had to ask the boyfriend for approval or ask them for, you know, permission, yeah, permission to be themselves or live their own lives. So, I mean, I'm lucky to have that to where I don't, I don't have to ask for permission. I don't really have to do anything or ask him anything. I can be my own person. And, you know, that's, I guess like, one thing that he told me that he loves about me is that I am my own person and I love in a relationship how I, we both have our own different lives. Right now he goes to uh, Boise State University and I go to Cal State San Marcos. And so we're both very far from each other at all times. It's kind of scary, but um, us having our own lives and us doing our own things and pursuing our own passions, it really helps and brings us both like gets us both stronger, both, together and apart, which is very necessary in a relationship. And I've learned that from my mom and dad, where they've both grown their own careers and both followed their own paths. And it kind of brought them both together and made them stronger because, you know, no one really relied on one another. They just kind of proved to us that you don't need anybody. You only need yourself. And, you know, as long as you have yourself, that's all that matters. And the other person is amazing, but you don't really need them to survive. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a want instead of a need. So you need to remind yourself, the women that are listening, that um, whoever you're with, you know, your friends even, you don't ever need anybody. They're not a need. They're a want. You know, they're a person that makes you happy. And as long as they make you happy, amazing. But you need to make yourself happy and know your own worth and know self-love and have confidence in yourself to do your own thing. You know, you can't really rely on the other person to do that for you. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. Oh, I'm so proud of you, mama. <laughs> I'm so proud of all of you guys. <laughs> so, which comes, which brings me to my definition of confidence. My de- definition of confidence is being able to trust yourself, trusting that you are capable of doing whatever the hell you want to do. That is confidence is having it having this immense amount of trust in your own capabilities. And I don't think that's been taught. I know it wasn't taught to me. And so that's why it was so important that I taught you guys it and better yet, not taught it, but modeled it. And I think, you know, both dad and I have done it in our own ways. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, absolutely. So I want you guys to think about this for one quick second. And some of you might be upset with me and that's okay. Because I'm good. This is this is Mama Bear talking. And here's why. I heard this statement by one of my friends. And I swear to you, when I heard him say this, I was so happy that we weren't next to each other because I don't think we would still be friends. <laughs> I might have been arrested. Here's why. Because what he said to me was, it's not his fault you don't make yourself a priority. Right? Can I get an amen? Leah's like, what? Oh, you're right next to me too. <laughs> right, for real. For real. But the thing is, so let me so let me go ahead and break it down for you guys. 
let me break it down for if, if I would have said this to you guys with your friends, it's not her fault that you don't make yourself a priority. It's not your fault that you don't make her, your, yourself a priority. Like, think about that. It stinks. Deep. It hits so deep because it's like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me I'm doing this to myself? I'm doing this self-sabotage hundred percent, a hundred percent. I am doing this to myself. Aubrey, what's it like when you hear that? It is not her fault. So it's not your friend's fault that you didn't make yourself a priority. I don't know. It's kind of like, I've, it kind of like kind of it's not that it hurts it's just like it kind of like it's like it sucks yeah like wow i was doing this to myself like the whole time it wasn't it wasn't like i oh or it wasn't like oh i could like end up blaming it on her like oh my god she's telling me all this stuff like this is what she's doing the whole time and then she's making me do it it's like no that's like kind of my choice of me doing it yeah and right away it's met with but i just wanted help but i just wanted to be a good friend but I just wanted you to know how much I valued our relationship. And it's like, yeah, you did, girl. But guess what? What did you put on the line for it? Be- oh, yes. Can you say that again, Aaliyah? I guess when you tell me that, it's kind of like, what did you put on the line for it? They weren't really like holding a bullet up to your head and making you like no. listen. Like You're doing that to yourself. Amen. Amen. You chose to do that for yourself. And mamas, I know friendship is different from motherhood. I know friendship is different from parenting. and being married. However, I will tell you something. Your lack of confidence, believe it or not, is impacting your relationship. It's impacting your relationship with your husband because you're relying on him to meet your needs. You're relying on him to build you up. You're relying on him to identify your sense of self-worth. You are identifying, you are relying on your girls or your kids to go ahead and tell you how great of a mother you are. What I'm going to tell you right now You are an amazing mother. You want to know how I know? Because you are listening to this episode. You are listening to this episode and you're probably taking notes or you're probably crying or you're probably thinking, holy moly, this resonates with me. And guess what? You're going to leave here doing better. You're going to end this episode doing better, knowing more, growing. That's what makes you a better mama is being able to go ahead and learn from your mistakes. Even if your kids are older, my daughter's 18 years old and I'm still having, I'm still like, you know, girl, my little mama, she knows I'm, I'm still keeping her. I'm still keeping her. I don't know how I'm going to keep her. She won't let me move out of the house. It's not going to happen. We're in COVID. Hello, where are you going? We're in quarantine right now. She can't move out. But all I'm saying is, listen, when we know better, we get to do better. And so now you know better. And now we're going to take it to a next step because it's never too late. It's never too late. And I, and here's proof. Think about if your mom came up to you right now and said, you know what? I made a mistake. I never taught you how to put yourself first. I never taught you how to determine, how to identify your self-worth. How do I identify who you are outside of all of the roles you play. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry I never told you how much value you have. I'm sorry I never told you how much I love you. I'm sorry I never told you how beautiful you are and how amazing you are and how so very proud of you I am. 
But I'm telling you right now, ladies, you would suck that up like there's no tomorrow. Whether you're 40, 20, 30, 18, 12, it doesn't matter. You would suck that up and you would work on your relationship because you would be all over it. You'd be all over it and you would you would more than likely forgive her. And if you didn't forgive her, more than likely you would build up a relationship with her, right? Guess what? Your kids want that same thing. They need that same thing. Brooklyn, how many times have you felt so scared about something? We go on so many adventures, it's not even funny. We go on crazy adventures. How many times have you been so scared to go out and do something new and heard me say, mama, you just need two things, confidence and believe in yourself. And how has that helped you take it? Um, it like helped me a lot because like basically what I said last time, it helped me a lot because um, whenever I like felt like I couldn't do something, I did it because my mom told me just confidence. You need confidence and believe in yourself. And then two seconds later, when you know it, I would be doing it. Um, and then, yeah, I did it. And whenever I accomplished it, I'm like, wow, I actually made it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you were really, really scared, huh, baby? Mm-hmm. So I want you to get your workbook out. And if you haven't downloaded downloaded it, I want you to do that right now. I want you to get your workbook out. And I want you to go ahead and answer the questions that are on page nine. Answer them. Be honest. Be real with yourself. Better yet, connect. Connect with that beautiful little girl inside of you that you've lost along the way. All right, ladies. So here we go. Answer questions one through five on your own. They're very, very simple and they're so easy to answer. Like I said, you will gain nothing if you aren't real with yourself. Let me give you an example of one of the questions. How do you spend your free time? It's a very simple answer. More than likely, most of you are going to say, I don't have free time. Most of you are going to say, I don't have time. So if that's the case, I want you to answer it as if you did. What would you do with your free time? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to call you out. Girl, you do have free time. You're deciding not to have free time. I run two businesses, have three girls, and I'm married. I'm going to tell you right now, I have time because I make time. Aaliyah, what were you going to say? It was in the last episode, if you didn't catch that. Uh, She was talking about, you know, how, I know, two episodes ago. Is that how, you know, it's not that you don't have time. That's an excuse. It's what you're prioritizing first. My baby, I love you. I had to listen to it for work. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to find your free download on empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash episode 47. It's right there. It's free for you. And I'm super excited to share it. And if you haven't joined our girl gang, ladies. I want to personally invite you to our girl gang because every single Monday at eight o'clock, I am going live answering your questions about the workbook and giving you my open, honest answers about my life and how all of these mistakes 
I've personally made and how I've learned and grown from them. And so I want you to join me. Mamas, I'm so proud of you guys. All three of you guys did amazing. Didn't they do an amazing job, ladies? Any last words you want to tell mamas that are listening to you right now? Just don't forget your worth. Don't forget who you are. And never forget that little girl that you were once in like, for me, it's like in preschool, who mm-hmm. I wanted to become. Never lose that side of you and, you know, always, always remember who you wanted to be and who you are now and just constantly chase whoever you want to grow, grow up to be. Uh-huh. You're never too old to grow up. Uh-uh. Um, I was just going to say, carry your own backpack. Ooh. High five. Carry your own backpack. Stop putting other people's rocks in your backpack. And if you went for a swim, stop trying to save everybody, right? Yes. Good job, baby. Brooklyn, my little monkey feet. Um, uh, never, oh, here's one. Never ever um, think that you can't do something. Just remember yourself, or remember to, remember to yourself, confidence and believe in yourself. Oh, my baby. All right, you guys, this was so much fun. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Empowered and Unapologetic is part of the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Male Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you, guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash course. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host, practice of the practice, or the guests are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. 
I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and to our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I'm Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober, from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories, and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.